0: We will have uh, former Congressman Peter King uh, with us tomorrow. That is confirmed. You don't want to miss that on this. He's got some interesting things to say uh, with the speaker stuff and, of course, uh, with Santos uh, as well. So we look forward to that with our friend uh, Pete King tomorrow. First, our friend, very good friend, uh, over in Mexico. Uh, And you know him well. He's been on the program many a time. Jessica Rivera has done a tremendous job fighting for veterans Uh, Not only in his neck of the woods, here locally uh, as well. Uh, He is the commander, American Legion Post number 12. Uh, The Post has done a lot and uh, straight uh, from, I believe, Puerto Bellona this morning. Uh, We're all over the world today California, Mexico. Man, I'll tell you, we do it all. Uh, Jessica Rivera, very happy new year to you, sir. Thanks for coming on with us.
1: Good morning, Jay. How are you? Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on again.
0: It is great to have you, my friend. I'm doing well. Uh, I wanted to get you on because, you know, we talk about uh, a very tough topic um, with veteran suicide. We're going to get into that in a second, but I want to commend you, first off, for the, some of the great work you have done throughout the year, the holidays, uh, especially uh, from what I've read. You know, you're donat- donating a lot of things uh, to underprivileged families. Uh, Import a lot of Christmas chickens, uh, you know, new toys for the kids. Uh, Talk about that for a second. I mean, you've done some wonderful stuff there uh, for some individuals and families. Go ahead. Yeah, sir, thank you. you.
1: So um, we've been very active here in the local community here south of the border. Um, More recently, our post-American Legion post-12 Banderas Bay, uh, we donated 100 chickens to D.I.F., as you mentioned. Uh, which were distributed to underprivileged families living down here in Puerto Vallarta, south of the border, uh, just past Christmas. Uh, We also raised over $2,000 last year, which went towards the purchase and collection of something around over 500 new toys, uh, which will be distributed tomorrow on Three Kings Day, January 6th. Um, You know, Jay, our, our 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 guys and gals got big hearts. In fact, uh, since March of last year, when I became commander of American Legion Post 12, um, in addition to helping the hundreds of veterans that live down here in Ports of Vallarta get copies of their service records, register with the VA Farm Medical Program, you know, things of that nature, um, we've done a tremendous amount of community service projects. You know, most notably, uh, we renovated Canica TV, the Children's Cancer Center down here in Ports of Vallarta. And uh, we also renovated Casa Hogar, which is the local children's uh, orphanage as well. You know, truly great organizations that do a lot of work for the community down here in Port of Vallarta. And I think I speak for all my post-membership when I say that we were really, really happy uh, to help and be involved with those efforts. Um, you know, you mentioned
0: uh, that... mm-hmm. oh, and, do, and uh that's uh, great work. Jess, you mm-hmm. with me still? We didn't lose you, right? I'm here. I'm here. All right, good. I was going to say, all the great work, Jesse, that you have done, uh, you know, renovating the cancer center for the kids, the orphanage, um, and you were honored, by the way, by the mayor, from what I understand, a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations on that at Town Hall. Got a nice plaque for that. Um, Your latest one is one of very big interest, and you're looking to tackle veteran suicide, and, you know, I was reading i think the number is accurate i think it's like 22 veterans a day commit suicide and down in your neck of the woods you're not immune to any of that. i mean porto i mean has its chick, correct
1: yeah I mean, unfortunately as you said uh we're, we're not a, we're not immune to that um and that number actually has come down over the last few years i think actually i was just reading uh a few minutes ago that it's now around more like 17 veterans a day um you know but that, that's still too much you know it, it's still too much you know thanks to the hard work of a number of organizations like the american foundation for suicide prevention and uh a number of, of veterans groups the number has come down uh, from 22 to around 17 but it, it is still too much in fact just this past year in 2022 uh four veterans down here in Puerto Vallarta as you mentioned even in paradise south of the border um attempted to take their life and um Unfortunately, one, one, was, one was successful in their attempt. You know, I think it's safe to say that you and I, um, certainly every veteran and every patriotic American can agree that um, even one is too many. You know, we have to tackle this issue head on. And, you know, down here in Puerto Vallarta, uh, 30 to 40 percent of the guys in my post are married to local Mexican nationals. You know, many of them have dual citizen children. So when our veterans down here are struggling with PTSD or depression, or they attempt to take their life, it's it's not just affecting the veteran community down here, but the local community as well. And so a few weeks back, I met with the local mayor's office and the Mexican Red Cross down here in Puerto Vallarta um, about this very issue, talk about how we can tackle this mutual problem together. You know, Puerto Vallarta is a medical tourist destination. Um, a lot of Americans come down here for various types of treatments, um, you know, orthopedic surgery, oncology, what have you. You know, we have state-of-the-art hospitals down here and really, really great doctors. Um, there are a lot of great outpatient treatment options available to veterans and locals alike down here in Puerto Vallarta when it comes to mental health. But unfortunately, there are, no, there are currently no mid- to long-term inpatient treatment options here in Puerto Vallarta right now. Um, The nearest mid-to-long-term inpatient treatment option is in Guadalajara or Lake Chapala, which is about three or four hours away. And none of the local hospitals down here in Puerto Vallarta are certified by the state of Jalisco to run an inpatient mental health unit. So if a veteran or a local checks into a hospital down here because they're feeling... uh, Depressed, or you know, in worst case scenario, suicidal. Really, the most the hospitals down here are able to do is a seventy-two hour hold. So there's a huge gap between acute psych treatment options and outpatient care down here. And um, so that's that's what we're trying to address is is that gap. Because traditionally, what's happened is when I as the commander of American Legion Post 12, uh, find out about these situations either through the local uh, U.S. Uh, consular agency in Nuevo Vallarta, or through the uh, the State Department, or just other veterans of the post reach out to me to let me know what's going on with the particular veteran. Um, basically, what happens is we, we're able to get the veteran into a, a local hospital, right? In most cases, these veterans are service-connected for their PTSD or depression, so they don't wind up paying anything for the initial 72-hour hold because uh, the VA for our medical program does cover it or reimburse the veteran for it. But as I mentioned, the hospital itself is not able to hold the veteran for more than 72 hours because they're not legally able to do that. And the nearest uh, inpatient facility is all the way in Guadalajara, so what happens is we wind up having to bounce the veteran around uh, to most m- multiple hospitals in an, in an attempt to try to buy time until you know a bed becomes available in the nearest patient facility, which is three to four hours away. So you know I just don't think that that particular um, arrangement is um, you know it's not appropriate and it's not effective. You know it's just a band aid. So when I met with the local mayor's office and the Mexican Red Cross a few weeks back, you know, one of the things we, we talked about, you know, a project that we're looking to do together and we've already begun, is we're looking to actually um, not only renovate but convert an entire wing of the local Mexican Red Cross down here in Puerto Vallarta into a mental health unit that can be used by both, you know, U.S. military veterans and local Mexican nationals living down here alike, you know, to kind of bridge the gap between the the current options in acute sites and outpatient care, you know, bridge that gap, and uh, hopefully by doing so, we can save some lives.
0: Well, listen, you're doing a great job, and, uh, you know, you have such ties here to Long Island. Uh, you know, we're real proud of you for what you're trying to do down there. Uh big problem and everything else, but you know, it's it's about what we talk about here, where we lead the way as far as uh, veteran population, as you know in the state of New York. You know, it's about uh finding uh a purpose uh for many who have fought for all of us to do what we do on an everyday basis. We take it for granted. And it's about trying to show, you know, to kind of give back and care and making sure that people have a place uh, in society. And imagine it's the same type of thinking uh, where you are, you know. It's about making sure that there is a purpose of life for those involved from way back and uh, are having a tough time trying to fit into uh, into society. I mean, it's, it's an incredible transition. I mean, I can't imagine. Uh, I didn't do what you do. Um, but in essence, that's what it's all about, right? It's about trying to make sure that you're wanted, have a place in society, you're able to kind of contribute to the economy with a, a job and take care of your family. That's all people have want, right? Yeah,
1: i say that's true. You know, a lot of veterans that are coming down here are coming down here to heal. You, know, you know, it's... um. It's a beautiful place, Jack. It's a beautiful place. I don't know if you've ever been out here to Puerto Vallarta. Uh, you know, it's one of the few places where you get a gorgeous mountain view and the, and the ocean view uh, all in the same place. Uh, it's warm. It's sunny all year round. People are, uh, tend to be very, very friendly and uh, welcoming. And, um, you know, so I could say that a lot of veterans have come down here and, and have found tremendous uh, healing and a change in their lives for the better. But as you know, sometimes uh, in the course of your treatment, you know, there's there's ups and downs, uh, just like there is anywhere else, you know, there's no, there's no perfect solution, you know. So um, even down here in, in, in Paradise, sometimes our, our veterans, you know, they have, they experience those downs as well. And, um, you know, as commander of American Legion post-12 and, and you know, as, as a veteran, you know, both myself and other veterans, we need to be prepared. And, and ready to help those veterans, you know, when those, when those issues come about, you know, and arise. So I think, uh, you know, the solution that we've proposed uh, that we're already working on, like I said, is to bridge that gap between the current options that are available with regards to acute sites in the local hospitals and the plethora of outpatient treatment options, you know. So if we can uh, finish the renovation on this local Mexican Red Cross, and convert this hospital, uh, or at least a, a wing of this hospital, into a certified uh, mental health unit, uh, inpatient mental health unit. We'll be able to bridge that gap. So next time, you know, a veteran comes, you know, looking for help, as opposed to bouncing them around every seventy-two hours from hospital to hospital to hospital until a bed opens up all the way in Guadalajara, like Chapala, three or four hours a day, You know, we'll be able to transfer them to the Red Cross temporarily, um, and they'll have a safe place to go with well trained staff that'll be able to look out for them, you know, in the interim so we can find, uh, you know, that's available. So I think it it has the potential, Jay, I think, to save a lot of lives. You know, like I said in the past, we've had to bounce veterans around between hospitals because of this uh, 72 hour hold thing, and there's nothing in between. so if we, if we could pull this off, and I, I think I think we're going to, you know, we have a, a support from a lot of different community organizations and not-for-profits, uh, both in the United States and Mexico. Yeah, we got uh, Hobbs for Hope is one, uh, which is an LGBTQ veterans organization. They also fight veteran suicide. Uh, we got the Jay Stabler Project down here in Mexico, which is run by a uh, U.S. Navy veteran uh, who helps fund many different projects down here in uh, in of Vallarta you know we got a buffer I think like probably several to a dozen um, community groups and not-for-profits on both sides of the border uh, that are going to be a part of this effort and actually coming in March we're going to have a fundraiser here in Puerto Vallarta uh, we're looking to raise money to get this project going and, um, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some work, but I'm very, very confident that between, you know, the veterans in our post and uh, some of these community organizations like Hops for Hope and the JSABBA project, uh, I think we're going to be able to come up with the money to see this project through. It'll probably take about, I would say, two to three months to fully realize the, in, the entire project, but at the end of the day... You know, I think we're gonna we're gonna get the job done, my friend, and uh, it's gonna save a lot of lives, Jay. It's gonna
0: Listen, save a lot of lives. Uh, I know it'll get done because everything you set your sights on uh, gets it done for those folks down there. That's great stuff.